Listening to Being Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. I agree with that, and also my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. The tagline is: "Without money, you may not continue to listen." <laughs> it's true. It's a, it's a correct statement. It's a true statement about this podcast. Many things could be said about this podcast, but even they're more all of them true. Are true. Yeah. It's Thursday, yeah. March 8th, 1984, and today we're reading the 2090th Ever Garfield. The whole truth of this podcast will never be known. The truth of today's Garfield is that in today's strip, Garfield installs a new window. Yeah. Jonathan, do you think we're doing a good job this week? I kind of feel like I'm not doing a good job. Uh, I think it, uh, you know, I, I, I think... I think it's about a B minus, maybe. Mm, I'll take that. I mean, I guess it depends on your standards. Like, w- so far we've described all the Garfields, haven't we? To That's all we your, promised your, to fucking do. We summarized the goddamn Garfields. Your question from earlier, the song John uh-huh. Cusack plays on the boombox in the movie Say mm-hmm. Anything with John uh-huh. Cusack right. is in, <laughs> your, <laughs> in Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Ah, Classic. I wish every John Cusack movie said with John Cusack under the title. Yeah. You know, Must love dogs with John Cusack. A lot of these are clearly romantic comedies, though. America's Sweethearts? That's the name of the movie. How is that <laughs> not a romantic comedy? Okay. All right. I stand corrected. Mm. Hey, Philip Baker Hall's in that movie. Wait, was John Cusack in 16 Candles? Get out of the city. All right. Comes up when I when I looked for it. John, get out of the city. Okay. Okay. Who does he play? Who does he play? I don't know. I don't see him here. Maybe he plays the Molly Ringwald character. <laughs> yeah, probably. He plays Bryce. He d- Yeah, no, he does, doesn't he? That's his he second Bri- his second credit Bryce? I don't remember a Bryce in the movie 16 Candles. Ted, in an effort to impress friends Bryce and Wheeze, dances with Sam, who runs off in tears. Mm. In an effort to salvage his reputation with all the geeks, Ted bets Bryce and Wheeze a dozen floppy disks that he will get physical <laughs> with Sam before the dance ends. Oh, As proof, Ted. Bryce, Bryce and Wheeze demand Sam's underwear. Yep. This, this all stands to reason. A charming coming-of-age film. Um, yeah. uh, okay, so in this strip, Garfield installs mm-hmm. a new window. Now, is that meant sure. to be taken literally? I don't know. We'll find out. It's hard It's hard to know. So he's, Garfield's he's, standing there, and he's facing to yep. the right, and he's holding Odie. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a football. Mm. Uh, or, I don't know. I guess that's not how you, you don't You don't hold a football with two arms. Mm-hmm. How, is he, how would you say he's holding him? How, well, I mean, you can hold... There are many ways to hold a football. I think... Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Now, I wasn't looking... Listeners, <laughs> I was not looking at the strip before. I was barely paying attention. <laughs> um, 
here's what I would say about that. The Garfield, the greater Garfield Odie conglomeration is shaped vaguely like a football player in that Garfield's right arm, he's holding Odie over his, you know, under his right arm, sort of the way you might hold a football if you're running with the football. And then he's got his left arm cradling Odie. Now, you don't do that with a football necessarily, but Odie's neck and head are pointed outward in such a way that, like, if you look at it just sort of casually, you could imagine that's the extended arm of the football runner, the, the position that the, person the plays. The footballer, is, yeah. Yeah, well, the position that that footballer is playing there, John, is runner. Runner. The yeah. runner holds the football in, or, or as I call it, the pigskin. Um, the runner holds the pigskin under his right arm. Yeah. And he extends his he extends his or her left arm palm out to push the the jumpers away. There are other players are called jumpers, and they right. try to jump on the runner right. to get. They right. they're trying to acquire this is the, the pigskin. Uh, this is the 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 star runner of the of the team, right? That's the uh, like this, he's the star of the team. Well, so it's going to be a runner, but if it's the it's home pr- team, then it's the home star runner. Yeah, I mean, it's going to definitely, it's going to, it's probably going to be your primary runner. It's, sometimes your primary runner is out. You got to go with your secondary runner, second string runner. You know, second that'll string, happen. Yeah, because yeah. because the jumpers will jump on the runner that might injure the oh, runner. Do that. You got your primary runner is injured. You got to go with your secondary runner. I'm a big. I, like, we both know a great deal about about athleticism. Mm-hmm. You know, running, kicking, throwing balls, pigskin, uh, pigskins, yeah, pigskin yeah, pig handling, yeah, yeah, pig sure, skin, sure, skinnery, as, as they you say. You got to have. It, we, we call it football IQ. That's what we have. We have football IQ. We know a great deal about pig skinnery. Yeah, the art, the art and craft of pig skinning. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so he says in thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. get revved up there, Odie. Mm, that's what you say to your pigskin when you're about to do a runner. I like the word. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a broken record this week because I, I like the word there in there. Mm, I agree with you. I agree with you. Oh, and look at Odie's legs are revving. He's he's moving his legs back and forward. Okay, that's a minor get revved detail. up there, Odie. And Odie's like going with his legs. That's a minor detail we didn't notice because we were barely paying attention to the, to the panel. Oh, I noticed it. I just didn't think it was... It didn't seem worth commenting. It didn't seem like a big deal. We were too busy saying, repeating the word pigskin. It's a good word. Um, yeah. Uh, gridiron. It's called in the, gridiron. In the middle panel, Garfield <laughs> lets Odie go. Sure. And he thinks, go. And there's a poof mm-hmm. of smoke. And Odie's... Uh, He's pinwheeling his legs. Uh, expends all this pent up energy that he'd been penting up. Yeah, and he's like careening forward, and mm-hmm. his head is leaning over, and his ears are back, and yeah, he has the a devious look on his face. Incredible power of a coiled spring leaping into action. What does he do? It looks like his forearms are f- like he's making fists for some reason 
He's yeah, not he using is, he his is. front legs to run. He's just making fists like he like okay, just take take Garfield out of panel two. Just imagine Gladly. Odie. Just imagine Odie is there. And now there's a thought bubble pointing to Odie, and Odie's thinking, it's clobberin' time. Sure. Eh? Yeah. It's clobberin' time. That's what Odie's thinking. And then in panel I don't know three, who he, wants to he goes to Yancey Street. Oh, you gotta go to Yancey Street. Yeah. Listeners, uh, that's a reference to a thing. What is it? I don't know. That's a reference to the thing. Okay, well, I'm I thought sure that was what you were. I thought you were referencing the thing when you said it's clobbering time. Is that what the thing says? I, a lot of people, a lot of people like That's to say the thing's it's clobbering time. Yeah, in John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing, before the thing eats somebody mm. and and assumes their identity, it says it's clobbering time. Are you sure you're not thinking of the blob? I feel like the blob goes, it's clobbering time. Uh, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. The giant ants in the movie Them. Uh-huh. Um, God, I think I think I think <laughs> Them would have been a better movie if uh, the ants had had more agency. Mm-hmm. They should have mm-hmm. called it They. And maybe like make it from the Come shark's on. perspective. Come on, huh? that's fun. That's fun. Okay, that's fun. That was fun. Panel three. Odie has broken through the wall. Yeah, and in his wake, it left a perfectly Odie shaped hole. Yeah, uh, listeners, you've you've Warner seen Brothers cartoons before, cartoon right? style. Yeah. yeah, you you know what, how that works. And a a a, cl- a tiny like wispy like cirrus cloud of smoke mm. behind him. That's not. It it just looks like it's hovering there. It's it's not doing anything. I'm not convinced it's a cirrus cloud, but we we, we, we you know alto cirrus maybe. I I would have called it like a nimbus or a cumulo nimbus or something. Cumulo stratus. Yeah, like a a cirrus cloud is so wispy, right? Yeah. I'm looking at some pictures of cirrus clouds. I'm not sure this is a cirrus cloud. Garfield is thinking, I love toys that don't need batteries. Garfield is dehumanizing Odie by referring to him as a toy. That's not too cool. It's not too cool garfield uh this is not relevant to today's garfield but i feel like last week we made note of the fact that john and john arbuckle referred to garfield and odie like as the pets or something which seemed weird and and unprecedented um and just yesterday or the day before i don't remember at some point recently, Garfield was like, I am proud to be a pet. That's an interesting, you know. Yeah, it's a, Should it's have mentioned it at the time, but didn't. I wasn't thinking. It's a reversal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, every Tuesday we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Mailbag. Let's see. Some of these. This one is from listener 23057406767. Uh, super cheap ocean freight to Europe and South America from China. I'm not reading all this. It's obviously an advertisement. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Going back. Going back. I am going to yeah. read the salutation, which is Dear Boss. I like that opening. Dear Boss. Dear Boss. Dear Boss. 
We are the forward agent of HPL MSK, and then it's just like garbage from that. I'm not reading that. Uh, I got an army, uh, two emails from people who think we are the actual Jim Davis. I am not going to bother reading them. They want a photo or something that Jim Davis signed. We get those from one is from Canada, one is from Germany. Ooh, this one. Okay, I'm going to read this one. Ahem. Dear Jim Davis. My friends and I have always been big fans of you and Garfield. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> We've all known each other for quite some time now, and two couples will be getting married within the next year. Jonathan, that's why I'm reading it. It's just hey, like you. Whoa. You're this getting married. They're getting married. Interests. Yeah, you could have a triple wedding. I know they would be absolutely overjoyed to receive an autograph from you, which is why I am writing this letter. Would you be willing to send me two separate autographs, if possible, with a personal message that I could gift them on their special wedding days? Uh, it gives the couple's name, says when they're getting married. It would mean a lot to them if they were to receive wedding wishes from you. Jonathan, should I just mail these people, like, you know, just a just a nice message and say, like, hey, congratulations on your wedding, and then just an illegible signature? Why not? Then why not? Yeah. It's because I can't afford the postage. That's why not. Uh, I'll send you some money for postage. All right. Listeners, send Jonathan a nice wedding present. He would like your signature. Yes. Um, we also have uh, Ryan Pfeiffer wrote us uh, the next installment of RoboCop Corner. Oh, God. I don't know if I can... Do you want to do this one? It's it's very yeah. long. Yeah. It's very Here's do the I have, thing. Can I where Here's is it? the thing. I'll I'll forward it to you. Here's the thing about this one. It's very long and I don't care. Um and I, That seems like it's more about you. Yeah. Well, no, it's I mean it's it's on both sides, you know, uh, on the Ryan Pfeiffer side, it's a very long email. And on my side, I don't care and don't want to read it. Okay. So, you know, it goes both ways. Okay. Uh, you're forwarding it? I did. I forwarded it okay, to your probably email Probably you'll put some vamp music in here. One. Singular sensation. Every little move she makes. One. Okay. Thank you. Thrilling combination. Every step that you take. Thank you. One Garfield is just a cat in love with you. But if you'll be Garfield also, one plus one is two. Hey, all right. Okay, Robocup Corner. Okay, from Ryan Pfeiffer, Thursday, Mm. May 12th. 2022 at 12:37 p.m. Subject: RoboCop <laughs> Corner, Week 16. Jesus, it's too many. Good evening, fellow humans. Yeah. That's, 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 that's okay. Uh, happy de RoboCop. Hey, Chris, have you seen the movie The Big Lebowski? No. I. Well, whatever. Anyway, we're talking about RoboCop, which is a different Giant. movie. John, I have seen the Big Lebowski. I have seen the Big Lebowski. This is an email. There's not. You, this is not a. 
It's not a back and forth. Okay. Well. Okay. I've seen the I've seen the Big Lebowski. That's not. But it doesn't. There's no. There's no dialogue tree here. That's just. Everyone loves. They say it really tied the room together. Everybody just, have loves you seen when it? they say no. That. Okay. That's all we have. All right. Fair enough. This week's summary is a tad lengthy, but God. it's also the most action packed yet. <laughs> Previously on oh. RoboCop. Oh God. Lewis. Uh, sorry, Murphy and Lewis <laughs> trail the bank robbers to an abandoned mill. <laughs> Minute sixteen. You you're not. I can see this email, and listeners, John is falsifying a great deal of it. What did I mess up? Oh oh, I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. Oh okay. Oh okay. <laughs> I I was. Do you want to do it? I'm 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 doing a bad job. Do you want to Do you want to do it? I don't I don't want to do it. Okay, Ryan Pfeiffer. We all know that I I've told you in the past that we would reach a point where I would beg you to stop doing this, <laughs> and I very clearly instructed you to ignore that and keep doing it. Whatever I said. <laughs> I now regret that I'm retracting those instructions. Please stop summarizing RoboCop to okay, us. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Take two. All right. Okay. Previously on RoboCop, mm-hmm. Lewis and her new partner, Murphy, engage in a high-speed chase against a van full of bank robbers led by a man named Clarence. Mm-hmm. Or, alternatively, for viewers made of tachyons. Mm-hmm. Previously on RoboCop, Murphy and Lewis trail the bank robbers to an abandoned mill. Mm. Minute 16. <laughs> Jesus. The driver of the van, a red-haired man with a thinly styled beard, slicked back hair, leather jacket, and a single earring, yells back that they're not going to be able to outrun the Humocop, a.k.a. Human Cop, car with the vehicle they're driving. So Clarence tells him to slow down. The driver is perplexed, asking if Clarence is crazy. He in turn hits and kicks him multiple times, ordering him to shut the fuck up and do it. We cut to Murphy and Lewis hot on their trail. Murphy speaks into the cruiser's radio, informing dispatch of their location and requesting backup. Dispatch, uh, 507 on the one like that. That's how it sounds. That's it's, 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 we don't know how it sounds. This is, this is a, just a this is a text description. <laughs> that's how I feel like that's probably how it sounds. Gladys, we got a five oh nine on the you know uh, State Street heading into West Town. If, I think I think they're taking the road to the old mill. Uh, as he puts on his helmet and asks Lewis for her gun, dispatch responds that backup is currently unavailable. That's, inf- that's Gladys. Gladys is like, backup is currently unavailable. Robocop, be apprised that backup is currently unavailable. <laughs> He's not Robocop yet. His <laughs> it's, it's name is Robocop. He's a human cop. Robocop is not. His name is, his name is Murphy Robocop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy this a lot more when you're reading and I'm interrupting. I know. I know. Uh, they inform the duo that the current ETA will be 15 minutes as Murphy cocks both of their weapons. Both of their we, we cut Murphy, back. Robocop, current ETA is 15 minutes. Don't forget to cock your weapons. 
We cut back to the interior of the van as Clarence orders a henchman named Bobby, the one who accidentally burned their heist money earlier, to open the doors in the back as he tells everybody to load their weapons. Mm. They crowd around the back and all point their weapons at the rear of the vehicle. We cut back to the Humacop car as Murphy and Lewis ready themselves. Murphy holds up both pistols and leans out the passenger window as Lewis steps on the gas, rapidly approaching the filthy van. It's a little bit judgy of Ryan Pfeiffer there. Back inside the van, van, we see Clarence anxiously chewing gum as he gives the order to attack. Bobby kicks the doors (laughs) open and everybody opens fire, sending a barrage of shotgun blasts out the back. But as we cut to their perspective, we see the cruiser is gone and all that lies behind them is empty road. What? Where did it go? They look to each other in confusion as Clarence calls to the driver, Emil, for a status report. Emil, can we have a status report on the 501 with the cop car? Uh, Emil looks to the right and sees the Humacop car has pulled up alongside them. Clarence opens the passenger window as Murphy begins firing at them. Isn't Emil the name of a celebrity chef? Yeah. I was thinking of Emeril. Never mind. I was thinking of Emeril Lagasse or Lagasse or something. Bella Lagasse. All the robbers yell to each other that the Humacop is now pulled alongside them as Clarence fires back out the window with his shotgun. The car pulls back behind the van again as the two groups continue firing at each other. Two of Murphy's shots hit the henchman Bobby in his left leg, and he falls back. Clarence yells at his men to get Murphy. They continue firing, hitting several lights and windows of the squad car, including the windshield. Does Clarence know that Robocop's name is Murphy? It sounds from that description that he's like, hey, get Murphy! It's unclear. Mm. Maybe he's wearing a name tag. They might just be saying, get him. Yeah. Wow, this is Ryan again. I don't know about you, but I think things are really heating up in this Robocop movie. And what a performance from Kurtwood Smith, huh? Let's hear it for Kurtwood Smith. I'll, I'll, I'll second that. I, I, I like me some Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith is all right. All right. Anyway, see you next week. Or for listeners made of tachyons, see you last week, I guess. I'm not going to do any more previously ons for tachyon-based listeners, though. <laughs> that was a one-time thing. Sorry. I also don't think I'm going to keep saying Humacop. Jonathan, here's my question. When Ryan Pfeiffer tells listeners made of tachyons that he's not not going to do any previously ons for them anymore right i think that's just him that's just him telling us that you know for those of us who are made out of regular atoms like that he hasn't done it in the past but he might keep doing it in our future Yes, except he goes on to say it was a one-time thing, which seems mm. to have the same meaning in either direction. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Sorry. Ryan Pfeiffer, I know I told you to ignore me when I beg you to stop doing this, but please stop doing this. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, this really was a set Garfield. myself up for... Yeah, thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. All right. Longest All right. episode yet. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.